Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Welcome back. Welcome back <laughs> to the Gossip Hour podcast. <laughs> um, if you're here, hopefully you listened to our first one and didn't think we were boring or annoying. So love that. If you're new, hi, I'm Kenz. And I'm Jamie. I just um, want to let everyone know before we start that there's a wasp that's been stuck in my window for two days. And also, when I came home from college, there was a stink bug in my window, That's and it's still there, and it's been stuck there for months. And now this wait. wasp is, like, crawling in my window. Okay, but in window, do you mean, like, in between, like, the screen and the window? Like, in between the glass and the screen, Yeah. yeah. And I don't know how we got in there, but he's making his way up. He's he's a big guy. You and know. he's still alive? Yeah, it's been two days. Wow. He's going he's strong. He's trying to get out, but I'm scared of him, and I don't even know how he got in. You just need to open your screen, like, real quick. Yeah, I guess. And, like, I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, I just thought I'd share that with everyone. Just a little... Just a little information about what's going on while I'm recording over here. He's staring at me. He's our live audience guest. He's the first one to ever be a live audience guest. So, I love that for him. I know. Do you want to talk about what our episode's going to be about? Yeah. Okay. So today we're going to talk. So we went to school at Temple University in Philly. So we're just going to talk about what living in Philly was like because we're both from the suburbs. So it's like a completely different vibe than what we were used to okay so i'm from bucks county pa it's like an probably like an hour from philly um and then freshman year i lived in a dorm and then sophomore year i moved into an apartment on the complete opposite side of campus but it was only like two blocks away which was nice um but it was pretty interesting definitely different from living in a dorm like completely different like i think it's a completely different experience yeah um yeah, but I loved it. It was pretty interesting. We've had we had some interesting encounters. We do. We didn't live together, by the way. We live with different people. Yes, but we were only like a five minute walk from each other, so that was nice. Senior year, I well, I moved two times. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, I moved two times. So freshman year, I also lived in a dorm. It was different than Ken's dorm, but. It was called 1940, and we didn't have a kitchen, but we did have a bathroom, one side with a toilet and a mirror, and one side with a mirror and a shower, and then we had, like, a fridge and two rooms with two people in each room, so there were four of us. And yeah. Yeah. My dorm was four people, too, but it had a kitchen and, like, a living room, and then two rooms, two people shared a room, and then two people shared there was two bathrooms so two people shared each bathroom but it was nice I do miss it a lot I wish I, I could go back to freshman year I so bad. do not miss it because I was <laughs> so sick my entire freshman year I got pink eye like three times <laughs> and I kept getting strep throat and one day it was so weird because I guess when you're eating dining hall food like everything changes like with your body too. So I was eating dining hall food and all of a sudden I would get like really, I had always been car sick, but I would get really dizzy and nauseous as if I was in a car, but I was just walking around campus or I was just sitting. 
And I didn't know what was wrong with me. And it literally lasted three months until I finally went to the ear, nose, and throat doctor. And I was diagnosed with migraines <laughs> and I had to take medicine. And it was just awful. I eventually got off the medicine, but I was like, why do I want to throw up every day, all day? Like, I'm not well. It literally felt like I was in a terrible car, car ride every day, all day. So, no, the dorm definitely took a toll on my whole body. Yeah. I would say. Like, I, before, like, or it could be Philly, too, because the air quality is not, True. not the best. Every single time I look at my phone, it says unhealthy air quality. I'm like, oh, that's good. But, like, I, like, never had dry skin before. Like, that happened to me. Um, but, like, my friend lived in 1940, and she literally had to move out because she was so allergic to all the mold. They literally, they moved her into my dorm. Like, after, like, in the middle of freshman year. That's literally why I kept getting strep throat, I think. And my mom was like, why do you keep getting sick? And I (laughs) genuinely just didn't know. I just knew I was so unwell. Like, my parents would come visit a lot, and they'd get a hotel, and I would just be so sick. Like, I'd sit there with a hat on and just just cry and (laughs) lay in that bed, thankful that I wasn't in my dorm. (laughs) Yeah. But I guess tell everyone about your apartment experience. Well, so I lived in the same apartment for the last three years of college. So, like, I never switched or lived anywhere else. So, the summer going into sophomore year, it was me and my roommates from freshman year. We are so excited to move into our apartment, like, because we didn't have any of, like, the rules. Like, so, like, at Temple to, like, get into your dorm in the dorm that I lived in you had to have a pin and it was like a glass like door and you had to type in your pin and tap your ID every time to get in and out so like it was so weird they had all these weird rules so we were so excited to get out of that so anyway so once we finally got our apartment sophomore summer going into sophomore year we had like before school started so like in the beginning of August we had people over and, like, had a party, like, all of our home friends and stuff, like, as, like, a housewarming party, I guess, and so everything was fine, I left, um, and then my one roommate texts me, and she's, like, I feel like I keep seeing, like, weird things in, um, Megan's room, which is my other roommate, she's, like, it kind of looks like dog food, <laughs> she's, like, it kind of looks like dog food, and I'm, like, literally, there's no, no one has a dog. No one has a dog. I'm like, I don't even know how that would happen. So we just kind of ignore it, whatever. So then, like a week later, I move in for good. My, both of my grandmoms come with me because they wanted to see my apartment. I like moved most of my stuff in, but I just had to bring like clothes and stuff. So my parents, it was me, my mom, my dad, and my two grandmoms. And so my mom goes into my room to, like, start cleaning it because, like, she's amazing. Shout out to her. I love her. And I, like, go down to my roommate's room because she was there. I was just talking to her. And my mom is, like, Mackenzie, there's, like, pee all over your bed. And I'm, like, what are you talking about? And she's, like, yeah, like, there's pee all over your bed, like, the middle of your bed. So then I'm, like, thinking. I'm, like, okay, well, I was here, like, a week ago. I wasn't that drunk like I would have known if I peed my bed like when I woke up obviously 
and I was like no one's been here so it's not like a random person slept in my bed and peed in it and it was like still wet so it wasn't like dried so even if it what did happen a week ago like it wouldn't be like that like my mom was like no like this definitely just happened and I'm like mom I don't know what that is okay so then my mom starts screaming at me she's like Mackenzie there is a cat under (laughs) your bed and I oh my god if you know me you know cats are like my worst nightmare I don't hate an animal more than I hate cats other than like some bugs but I'm not a cat person I hate them so I'm freaking out it's like this black cat under my bed I'm like what like how did this happen this cat was living in my apartment for a whole ass week and no one knew (laughs) and my other roommate was there and she didn't even know there was a cat in our apartment that whole time so my dad's like we like made a barricade because my room was next to the back door so my dad's like my grandma my grandma gets it out she like okay she like like kind of hits it with like a broom just to, like get it to move because it was so scared I mean I felt bad it was like I mean I don't know but she gets it out I'm like literally PTSD like I wouldn't go in my room by myself for like a week or look under my bed because I was so scared that a cat was gonna be in there again and I finally found out why there was a cat in my house because my room other roommate's friend found a stray cat the night we had people over on the side of the street brought it inside and then forgot about it (laughs) so this cat was literally in i don't know where it was if it was under my bed the whole time while i was sleeping in my room like oh i i can't even think about it anymore but that would see that would happen to me the only person it would happen to me that's me. the best story i feel like that doesn't happen to anyone <laughs> no no like no one just has a stray cat living in their room <laughs> and then i was like mom like it peed over my bed like she's like all right like, let's wash all your stuff i'm like i don't even i was just traumatic i'm like i don't even want this comforter anymore and it was brand new like <laughs> i was so excited like oh my god that was a nightmare for me honestly a nightmare yeah I don't think nothing that bad happened to me in any of my apartments but okay no, but actually you had, okay, you had yeah. some weird stuff in your first house yeah okay so sophomore year I lived in this big old house that we sh- probably shouldn't have gotten but we were so naive we were so excited we we're like oh my god this big house let's do it so we get this house first red flag before we moved into it it was like no one was even living in there so like who knows what kind (laughs) of animal was just vibing in there alone so then we move in and I'm so excited I have like the biggest room and we have three floors and then we had a basement and a backyard and we could crawl onto our roof which was cool we weren't supposed to but we did it anyway so we had rats, okay? But I I, I just knew that they were around. Like, I would hear them in the night, and I was like, all right. Like, I definitely hear some rustling. But one night in particular, I was laying in my bed, 
and I had a desk and I would keep some chips just like on the side of my desk, like closed up, but just like if I was studying, I would eat a snack because I was afraid to leave my stuff downstairs because I was scared the rats were going to eat it. I just was like scared at all times, to be honest with you. <laughs> so I'd leave the chips in my room near my desk, like closed up, all secured. All of a sudden one night I hear like, and I'm like, what is that? And it's like, cr- like I heard like the bag moving and I'm like, all right, like there's a ghost in here. I know it. I know there's a ghost trying to get me and, and it's trying to eat my chips. And then I was like, oh, well maybe it's a mouse. And then I was like, mm, I don't know. Like, I'm just going to go back to sleep, pretend like I didn't know anything was happening at all. So I go back to sleep. The next night, my roommate and I want to eat some chips and salsa, you know, a nice little snack with the house. <laughs> I bring the chips downstairs. My roommate has the chip in her hand. She's about to put it in her mouth. All of a sudden, I realize... There is a hole in the bottom corner of the back, <laughs> which means the rat had gotten in and was eating my chips. And when I tell you I saw the rat maybe a couple times, it was like big and black. Like I'd never seen such a thing. <laughs> and I literally was going insane one time with a broom. I was just like, Wah! and like hitting it around. I was going crazy, but <laughs> we had rats. Um... I don't really know. We had ants. I I used to date this guy and he would sleep over. And one time he woke up and there were like a couple ants on his face. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. And he stayed with me. Yeah. So that was cool. I was like, oh yeah, we have an ant infestation. Like I put stuff down, but I guess, I guess it's not working. And he was like, yeah, there's like a couple ants on my face. So that just tells you how gross guys are, but also that happened. That happened to me. Yeah. Now, if you live in the city, you just under, okay, maybe not. I don't know. Like, I know that, like, mice, rats are prevalent in all cities, but, like, so after my, like, traumatic event that happened to me when I moved in sophomore year, junior year, I come back I'm so excited. Like, I'm ready for the year. Like, I'm still in my apartment, so I'm so excited. Like, I went down early, like, just to hang out with my friends. So, I'm in my room. I'm, like, unpacking all my stuff. I'm sitting on my bed. I think, I don't even know what I was doing, but my, it was only me and my one roommate home. She left and went out, and I just didn't want to go, so I didn't go. And then all of a sudden, I see this little thing dart from, like, under my bed, like, underneath my door. So I scream because, you know, what else am I going to do? I run out to the living room, sit on my couch, and there it is, this little tiny mouse just sitting, full on just sitting in front of my stove. I'm like, oh my God, like it never ends. Like I'm like, every time I come back here, something happens. And we never had problem with mice sophomore year at all. Like not once. So I call my roommate. I'm like, you have to come home. Like, please come home. Like, I'm scared. I literally made her leave this party to come home and hang out with me because I was so scared to be alone. And then I, like, so my house, like, you walked in. There was two bedrooms on the, like, main floor and then two, like, downstairs. So I slept in my roommate downstairs bed because she had a really high bed and I was too scared to sleep in my own room. 
And that entire year, I think we killed probably 10 mice. I think around 10 mice. Sarah, if you're listening to this, shout out to you. She killed them all. Burn, I know you killed some too. I can't say I have because I just couldn't do it. But like every night we would wake up, like we put, I don't even know how many traps, at least 20 traps. And like in the middle of the night, we'd wake up, we'd eat like, oh my God, we would hear like the moving and like squealing on the trap. We would have to like put it in a trash bag and put it outside. I don't even know how I survived. And when I first said that there was mice, my, my one roommate was like, Mackenzie, you're psychotic. There are no mice in this apartment. I've never seen one. We've never had a problem with mice. You're lying. So she comes back. And we're, it's me and her. We're hanging out in her room. We put some traps down because she's like, fine, we'll put some down. Or no, the, our landlord came and put some down like the next day after I saw one. So the next day, we're sitting in a room and I'm like, be quiet. I'm telling you, you're going to hear something. When the lights are out, it's quiet. They're coming out in the night. Like, here they come. And we hear a noise and she's like, oh my God. And I'm like, I'm not kidding. We like peek out of a room and there's a mouse stuck on a trap in our kitchen. And she screamed so loud. I can't even tell you how many times we found them. It was like a hunt. Like, they, it, my apartment was their playground and it was their world and we were just living in it they took over my whole apartment that's disgusting yeah so just a heads up if you're gonna live in a city be prepared nothing can ever prepare you not gonna lie you could think you'll be fine but once you see that thing in your room in your kitchen Mm -hmm. and it's running around just wait just wait it's not gonna be fun I'm so thankful because my apartment that I moved into junior year so I stayed in the same apartment junior and senior year um didn't have any mice or rats thank god it was truly what I deserved after living in that house sophomore year but I was dating a guy who lived in a frat house it was scary it was a scary place his room, though, like, I'll give it to him. Yeah. It was, like, you wouldn't know. It would, you, if you went in his room, you wouldn't know he was living in a frat house. Because he oh, was yeah. pretty, like, neat and clean. He would get and, mad like, when people walked in. He was, like, this is my space. He was on his hands and knees cleaning <laughs> the floor, whatever. But I would always ask, like, I've never seen a mouse or a rat in here. Like, how do you do it? Because the house was infected. And he's, like, they respect my space. I was, like, Okay. <laughs> But I believed him because they did. So I lived in a clean house that junior year, but I also was dating someone in a frat. So I got the best of both worlds. He was pretty clean. It was fine. Um, But then, um, yeah, nothing really happened except I worked in my apartment over the summer and (laughs) I was juggling like three different jobs. I was really just like doing a bunch of stuff to get money and just work because I didn't want to sit around and just be lazy because usually every summer I just sit around so what was the point and I didn't want to stay home so okay wait but also so I guess anywhere but at least like our apartments okay when you're alone in your apartment it's like 
you could hear like a pin drop and like every noise sounds like like the people upstairs the people below you like it always sounds like someone is about to break into your house and you have to like once you start living there you can distinguish what is like your neighbors and what's not normal yeah okay that was just a disclaimer so it was a pretty interesting time like when I never wanted to be alone in my apartment I just hated it sleeping in there alone I just I didn't think anything was gonna happen to me but I was just nervous that like if something happens I'm by myself yeah yeah well, Ken's and I would always text each other. We're like, there's a shadow outside my window, so I'll never see you again. Peace out. This is it. Well, uh, yeah, and all my roommates, like, all my roommates had boyfriends except for me. Shout out to all of them. And anytime they would sleep over, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, if someone breaks in, they're saving me. <laughs> and I love that. But, yeah, yeah. go ahead. So... I was working in the summer in Philly, and I was staying at my apartment alone, so all three of my roommates were not there, and my boyfriend at the time was moving across the street from me, which was probably a bad idea, because I was like, we're gonna break up because we're living across the street from each other, and then we did, but anyway, um, I was keeping his stuff in our basement because I'm a good girlfriend, and I was like, sure, like, all put all your stuff in the basement so that you don't have to take it home because he lived in another state because once again I'm a good girlfriend okay so this happens I'm like sleeping and I'm just vibing alone having a good time then all of a sudden I hear it sounded like an HDMI cord rattling okay at first so then I was like Oh my God, someone's in my house and they're taking the TV and the HDMI cord. That was my first thought. And so I text Ken's in our group chat and I'm like, is anybody awake right now? Is anybody <laughs> awake right now? <laughs> and Ken's like, yeah, what's up? That's so weird. I just woke up and I'm like, well, I think someone's breaking into my house right now. I'm not even kidding. And I was like, Ken's, I'm not even kidding. I was rapid fire texting her and shaking and my breathing was getting really heavy, okay? Then I hear like a loud bang. And I'm like, oh my God. Like they, they're, I don't know what's going on, but they're in the basement. They broke open a window probably. And they climbed in and now they're inside. So that was my thought. I was like, someone's in here. And I was, and I genuinely didn't even think like at first I, I was trying to debunk it. I'm like, okay, it could have been our neighbors, right? Blah, blah, blah. But all these weird sounds kept coming. And I think it was just me being anxious as well. But I did try to think it through, but all I could think was someone's in my basement right now trying to get in or they're in and they're going to get me. So I was like, someone has to call 911. So she's like, Kent, can you please call Temple Police for me? Like, please. Like, I'm telling you, someone is in my apartment. <laughs> so I'm at home. Like, I'm not even in Philly. I'm, like, at home in Bucks County. My, I share a room with my sister. I literally woke her up, like, to use her phone to, like, call the police so that I had my phone to text Jamie off of. <laughs> so she's like, what do you need my phone for? I'm like, Jamie thinks someone broke into her apartment. I have to call, like, the police. <laughs> So I call them, and this guy's like, you know, like, what's your emergency? I'm like, hi. I'm like, so my friend's in her apartment, and she thinks someone just broke in. 
and he's like so he asked me like what her address is i'm texting her and he's like well where is she and i'm like she's in her room like in the back of the house and he's like well like what is she here i'm like texting her trying to figure it out i'm like on the phone with him and i'm like okay hold on i'm waiting for her to answer me because i'm waiting for her to text me back this man it it was the most awkward conversation i wish i recorded it i really do (laughs) but so then he's like well um okay well there's cops outside they're gonna call her name like let me know if she hears them calling her name (laughs) so i'm like jamie do you hear them calling you apparently they're calling your name she's like no so then he's like do you think she can get to the front door like the police are outside i'm like i don't know she's scared like she's in her room the door is locked i'm like jamie He's telling you to go to the front door because the police are outside. (laughs) So finally, she's like, all right, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. So she finally goes to the front door. There they are. There they are. There's five of them. It's like 3 a.m., I think, or something crazy. And they walk in. And I'm like, okay, um... I literally sounded like that. I was like, um, I'm really sorry. Um... I, I heard something in the basement <laughs> they were like what and I was like yeah I feel like I heard something in the basement maybe they broke in the window there was a loud thud and and when I was going to get the door to get the police I saw that our tv was not indeed stolen so then I was like uh-oh like maybe this just wasn't real at all so I was telling her I heard stuff in the basement so I start walking down the basement to like lead them there and the woman cop was like what are you doing? Let us go. And you stay upstairs. So I did. (laughs) And And also Tempo police are very like blunt and straightforward. So like, if you ever say like something's wrong, they're just like, okay. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I don't know. Like they aren't like, I don't even know how to explain them. They they, like, just talk to you. Like they're your friends. Like they're like, I don't know why you, why you're crying. Like, like, when my friend got medical amnesty called in there on Halloween. He goes, why are you crying? (laughs) <laughs> and she's getting taken away in an ambulance I'm like oh my god that's a whole different story but anyway continue yeah so the woman was like it looks like a bed frame down here it's like laying on the ground which explains the loud thud so uh basically no one was there they checked all the rooms for me I was like can you check all the rooms because I'm here alone They checked all the rooms, nothing happened, and then they just had to get my license because I called, and they made a little report, and I was like, I'm sorry that I took you out of your office, and there's other things to worry about, like shootings and stuff, but yeah, that happened, and nothing really happened at all, and that's when I knew my anxiety was getting bad, but also, I can't believe that it was literally just the guy I was dating's bed frame and then he eventually got rid of the bed frame pretty quickly after he moved in now that I think of it so why did I keep it in my basement and he gave you PTSD for no reason for no reason oh honey (laughs) he gave me PTSD for sure it's fine (laughs) It's fine. No hate. All respect. It's fine. But, um, yeah. So I guess what we'll get into now is still talking about interesting stories in the city, but 
car accidents. Okay. So Philly is just wild. Like driving in Philly anywhere is just crazy. So like my apartment was on like a corner street. So there was like a, it was like two one ways. And the one, like one way, like, I don't know how to explain it, was a stop sign. And the other one like wasn't like, like the horizontal way, like going past my apartment was not a stop sign, but the other one was. But there was always cars. I don't know if that made sense. If not, I'm really sorry. But anyway, so there's always cars parked everywhere. So, so like when you were coming out of the one way to turn onto the street, like you couldn't see any cars coming really. And they would fly down the street, like probably like 40 miles an hour, like down like the most narrow streets ever. So... Um, I've witnessed probably 10 car accidents out front of my house. Like you would just hear a loud bang and you just knew, like you didn't even have to think about it. You were just like, oh, there's an accident again. So like one accident, the temple shuttle bus, the temple, like university run bus drove into my neighbor's, um, house like, drove into their, like, porch, because I don't even know. I don't even know how it happens sometimes. I just see the aftermath, and I hear it, and then I go outside, but the craziest one was this, these, like, a group of, like, four people. This was, like, the the worst car accident I saw. Slammed into, like, three cars. They were all totaled, and the kids just got out of the car and ran like ran away because I'm assuming they were like drunk or something and like didn't want to get in trouble but like you're stupid because your car's there anyway so we're all sitting outside it's like me my upstairs neighbors like everyone around we're like where are you going like these people just ran away and there's a lot of hot cops also that are temple police true so there's like this really hot cop and he was like, did you guys see what happened? So of course I'm like giving my own statement to this hot cop, like trying to figure out who he is. And yeah, I don't really know what happened with that, but like they literally just got out of their car and walked away. <laughs> yeah, like, that's, yeah, that's just not it. I don't think on my, my street, there weren't many accidents, but there was a drive-by shooting once. And we thought it was construction. That, yeah. Um, Yeah, and then this year, New Year's Eve. This is Okay, wait. So what happened was, I called an Uber, me and my friend, Vic, and we dropped her off at her apartment, and I thought I added a stop, but I guess, like, drunk me didn't do that. So, like, I only, like, it was only to her apartment. And then I was, it was, like, 3 a.m. I was, like, I can't walk, like, by myself. So now I'm alone with this Uber, with this man. And I'm, like, oh, I thought I had another stop, like, to my house. And he's, like, no. And I'm, like, okay. So he's, like, I'll just drive you, I'll just drive you there. So he drives me, like, the corner of the street that I live on. And I'm, like, okay. So then I'm, like, I walk home. I don't really notice anything, but then the next day I wake up and I'm like, oh my god, a car drove into this brick house. 
on the corner of my street and like I'm walking past this huge like scene like there was probably like 10 cops like three ambulances but I was so like unwell I didn't even notice the car accident until the next day I was like when I saw the dead in the brick or like just the shattered house I was like oh my god I saw that last night I'm like I walked to Jamie's house I'm like you're not gonna believe what I saw last night she's like (laughs) I was like there was a car that just drove into the side of a house and I didn't like I was just walking minding my own business as if it was a normal like afternoon in the city but I was walking past a huge huge accident that's how much I've seen them and they don't even phase me anymore yeah no that's so true there's so many accidents that just happen speaking of accidents though I mean this isn't really an accident but it's like one time I almost got robbed basically I was walking from my apartment which is on the middle of campus to my boyfriend at the time's Farad house where he lived which I talked about before he's in this episode a lot oh my god I'm giving him fame and clout like for what anyway (laughs) so I was walking to his house at midnight on a Friday night because it was I don't know Friday nights at Temple is always the streets are always crowded with drunk people and I just kind of felt like oh it's populated like the streets people are gonna be out so it's not like kids from school that I know aren't gonna see me if something happens so I call my friend Victoria on FaceTime and I start my walk which never ever ever talk on the phone at night okay you think that oh well I'm talking to someone I feel safe yeah you may feel safe but really your attention isn't on what's around you so don't do that because that was my first mistake So I had a little backpack filled with like my toothbrush and just books for the next day. Oh no, it was going to be a weekend. I didn't have books, but I guess I had stuff like in my bag, clothes and stuff for the next day so I could go home and nothing really valuable was in there. Not like my laptop or anything, but yeah. So I was on my phone on FaceTime, taking a stroll in the dark. (laughs) And all of a sudden, I feel this guy creeping behind me. Or I didn't know if it was a guy. It could have been anyone. I just felt someone creeping up behind me. And you know that feeling when someone's right behind you? And you just know. Yeah. like Especially like, at, yeah, and at night, like, at night, like, in temp, like, by Temple's campus, it's, like, quiet sometimes yeah. when you're walking, especially alone. So, like, it's not, Yeah. Like, it's, it's kind of eerie sometimes, I feel like, yeah. depending on where you are. But anyway, go ahead. So I was walking towards where I used to live, basically. I was turning down that street, and there's two blocks of it. And as I was turning, I was like, you know what? I'm turning around because someone's literally tailgating me, and I don't know why. I turn around. This guy is so close to me at this point. Like, it looked like he was going to stick his hand in my backpack. Like, I didn't know. I didn't know what he was going to do. So all of a sudden, you just hear me go, wah, wah, wah. I don't stop. I'm like a car alarm, okay? This guy's like, I'm just trying to cross the street. And I'm like, um, so why are you so close to me then? My friend's on FaceTime like, should I call 911? What's going on? I'm not paying attention to her because I'm trying to like talk to this guy who's saying he was going to cross the street. I'm like, um, so. We're just like, no, sir. You indeed were not 
gonna cross the street. Yeah, like and was, like just cross the street. If I you're know gonna do that. Like what? So then he did cross the street, but then he <laughs> crossed right back, and I was like, so why, why, what, would, why? I don't understand. So I I run towards the Jewish center because there's a Jewish center on the other corner, and that was the only place that I could think of that usually has a cop. So I ran over there, and I was like, oh my god. And my friend's like, what? Do I call 911? What's happening? So then I told her I almost got robbed and I sounded like a car alarm. But I never really knew that that's the noise that was going to come out of me if something bad was about to happen. <laughs> but that guy thought that I was absolutely insane. So he left me alone. So I guess my key tip is if you haven't taken a self-defense class, which I think all of you should, especially if you're a woman listening to this podcast, just because it's a scary world out there for us. But if you haven't taken a class, just act absolutely insane. They will leave you alone. <laughs> they don't want anything to do with you. They're like, that yeah. is so annoying. I don't even want to see it ever again. <laughs> yeah. Another thing that I do also, like if I'm walking alone and it's just like night and me and like one other person on the street and we're about to cross, like pass each other, like I will stare them like in the eye because they know that like I see them. Most of the time, people come after you when you're looking at your phone, not paying attention. So, like, I always will stare them directly in the eye. Like, I don't look at, like, anywhere else but their face. And, like, once they get uncomfortable that I'm staring at them, I'm like, they'll look away. I mean, I just because you kind of just never really know. But That's true. Another another tip. It's kind of awkward, but, like, you get used to it. Yeah. You know, it sounds weird, but I feel like you kind of just have to have, like, confidence when you're walking around. Yeah. Because if you look, like, we not weird, if you look, like, scared or, like, you know, like, you're just dilly-dallying on the street, like, that's when, that's when things happen. That's very true. So, just a nice uh, tip for you, all you ladies out there, because people are weird and scary. That's true. Um, but also, you guys, the city isn't always a bad place, believe it or not. So we want to get into some stories about how the city is, like, really fun, fun. to live. And I don't know. A, a lot of good memories happened in North Philly where we reside during – well, resided during college. Um, but even, like, Center City and just Philadelphia in general, so – Let's just talk about some of the things that brought us joy. You go yeah. first. Okay. Fun fact. Lil Uzi gets his haircut, like, I guess, like, a block. It's, like, a block or two off campus, right? But, like, yeah. a lot of people yeah. live there. It's, like, a very busy street. Cecil B. Moore. Yeah. And you just walk by, and there he is getting his haircut. Yeah. And, like, you know, you know it's him because he has, like, crazy, like, a like cars yeah like I would walk past and I'd be like oh that's Uzi's car like you yeah. just knew and one, cool. one time yeah. this guy from Kappa Sig I think it was at the mall though I don't know he saw little Uzi and was like Uzi will you pay for my college tuition and then Uzi turned around and was like how much is it and then he told him <laughs> which was really annoying because I'm out of state so I have to pay extra so he tells him in-state tuition whatever he had and Uzi's like okay, um, talk to my manager. I'll get your Instagram, but you have to finish. Like he was like, I'll pay for, I'll pay if you finish all four years. So Lil Uzi's literally paying him to go to college. I don't know if he graduated or not, but yeah. Shout out to him though. Like 
he really finessed that. Uzi was like, wait, I can afford that. He literally said in the video, I can afford that. Sure. So <laughs> now little Uzi yeah. is paying for his college tuition. I wish yeah, that but were me. We also seen Meek Mill because he's oh, from yeah. Illinois, so he just, you know. Rides around. Yeah, literally rides around. Well, not anymore, because then they put him back in jail because he broke probation, which was so annoying. I know, but people be like, oh, there he is. I met that eagle player, the Green Goblin, once. Oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. You did. It was amazing because I was talking to a guy, and we had just ended things, and I don't really like sports. Like, I don't really care, but he's, like, sports – he was a sports management major, and I remember, like – that week we had just ended things and then I met the green goblin I posted all over social media and he was like that's so unfair like she doesn't even like sports she doesn't even know about football and like I didn't but it made him so mad basically I won so toxic but it's (laughs) fine yeah but then again like even if you don't pay attention to sports what are you gonna do be like oh an eagles player true never mind like (laughs) that's true um but yeah, being in the city is actually so fun and there's so much to do. Like I couldn't even imagine going to a school where like you live in the middle of nowhere and it's like just your campus and like apartment mm-hmm. Penn State. Yeah. And that <laughs> and that's it. Like I would be unwell. I would yeah. not do well there. And I don't care how big Penn State is and how it has a town. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. But Sorry if you go to Penn State. Not not trying to. Yeah. I mean, I guess we're sorry. but Not putting you down. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Um, also, in the city, there's a lot of concerts you can go to. And I took advantage of that a lot because in college, I was um, – I had my own radio show at the student-run um, station called WHIP. Go check it out, you guys, because a lot of my friends still haven't graduated and now they have their own shows. My show was the Oxford Comma Show. It aired at 1 p.m. Um, and we aired through iHeartRadio, so it was pretty legit. We played through the app and we played alternative and indie music. My mom always tuned in, but the perks of being a part of that radio station was being able to get free tickets to concerts if you wanted to cover it for press or if you wanted a photo pass so either way you have to after 24 hours it might have been 48 hours I don't know but you had to turn in your assignment to the department and basically it would go on the website and you would either do a write-up or your pictures would be up there so now if you look up my name on the WHIP website you'll see all the things that I covered. So that was really cool. But a lot of the times I would bring my mom when I got free concert tickets, but also um, my aunt, my mom, and then my cousin. We were, we coined ourselves as the concert crew. And we literally have missed like five concerts, I think, since quarantine because it all got canceled. But we would literally be going to maybe two concerts a month and it was so much fun. So there's always something to do, especially if you're like a big alternative kind of gal like me there's so much alternative music going on in the city but not just that a lot of rap music and pop music it's really everywhere so that was my favorite favorite part yeah and we we saw the 1975 together oh my god well so we saw them in camden and it's literally like 
just over the bridge, like, from Philly into Jersey. So, like, even concerts in Jersey were easy to get to, too. Mm-hmm. But that was, that was a time. That was a time. It was so cold out, and we couldn't get an Uber home. We oh. were, like, so unwell. But sure. it was worth it. It was worth it. It was so worth it. But never again with that. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, we, we also had, like, restaurant week and stuff, which was really cool. It's always the first week, usually, of September and then... And spring, too, like, March? Yeah. No. I, oh, my yeah. God. It was, it was really fun. I, think. I loved restaurant week when... Oh, my God. Okay, so when I was, like, in a relationship, we would always go because, <laughs> because it's cheap food. Or, no, it's cheap dinner but it's like good food like it's like yeah it's like it's like a like a three-course meal like type thing shout out to being able to eat in restaurants miss that um oh yeah hope you can uh come back soon because i don't know i'm scared i'm nervous now like i'm really anxious i saw brooke michio tweeted and i can really relate she was like i'm really really nervous for life to return back to normal now and so am i because i don't think people our age like our generation really care like there are two different sides here and i don't feel like a lot of people are taking it seriously which which sucks no yeah i agree but i mean i'm not saying i'm gonna go to a restaurant immediately when it opens but i yeah, do miss yeah. it i miss it a Me lot too. you know it's the little things it really is we went to football games in school that was fun um yeah because our um, temple plays at um lincoln financial field so yeah yeah where, where the eagles play so like that's cool definitely um, different i feel like no other school really has that which is really awesome so um I don't know. We always used to go to a certain frat's lot because we loved them. At least I was I was obsessed with them. It was kind of kind of embarrassing, but it's fine. Um, they were real. <laughs> they were definitely the most fun, in my opinion. Um, oh, I'm gonna miss them. My heart is broken. <laughs> oh, isn't it weird to think like, oh wait, I'm not returning. <laughs> like I'm not going back. I kind of can't wait to like have a kid, and then when the kid goes to college I'll be the mom who like he takes to daylongs every like once in a blue moon and I'm like hey kids let's get hammered and then I will and they'll think I'm cool but also sad probably true well also like our junior year we both weren't 21 for a long time when everyone else was yeah so that's we so like, true we were like daylonging left and right <laughs> like every weekend you're we like daylong yes and then we would try to rally, and sometimes it would happen, and that was crazy. I feel I like junior year was so – I don't know how we did that. Like, And then my 21st birthday, was I was so unwell. Like, the picture, <laughs> the picture of me walking home, I had no shoes on. It was my boyfriend at the time holding me up on one side, and then my friend Vic on the other side, like, holding me up, who's also going to be a nurse, so that's cool. But, um, yeah, they were like, thumbs up, and I – genuinely looked like the life had gotten sucked out of me but all I remember that night was whispering to the kid that I was dating I was like we gotta get out of here soon and he was like why and I was like it tastes like medical amnesty for those of you who don't know medical amnesty is when we called the temple police or it's it's yeah, it's the Temple Police number, or you can call 911 and just be like, oh, medical amnesty, but you have alcohol poisoning, and then, like, you get forgiven. 
basically yes, you so don't, you don't get an underage yeah. or like get in trouble well I mean you do you can with the university but I never did so you, yeah you can but it's nice because you yeah you don't get like citation or yeah like an underage which that's nice shout out to temple for that actually no I, for, I don't remember the woman's name. There was a woman that actually oh, yeah. created it and started it. So she was cool, yeah. Her, Love her. But don't yeah. stall, just call. Living in the city, great time. Yeah. I loved every second of it. I don't regret it. Me I too. love Temple. I couldn't imagine going to a different school, although we've had some mishaps. Yeah. It was great. I I would not trade a cat in my room or the 10 mice that lived in my apartment for anything. I wouldn't trade the rats that I experienced. Um, All the really weird boys that I hooked up with. um, What else? I lived with a boy. I wouldn't trade that either. Um, (laughs) All the weird experiences. I had to live across the street from my ex, so every time I walked outside, I lived in fear because... I didn't know what was going to happen and if we'd see each other. And if we did, what were we going to say? Wouldn't trade it for the world. Yeah. My annoying neighbors wouldn't trade them either. Yeah. Actually, maybe I – actually, no, I would. Okay, guys. Well, thanks for listening to our episode today. I hope you enjoyed our stories of being in Philly because it was such an interesting time. Uh, if you plan on moving there or – living there at all going to temple definitely let us know because that's cool and we have good brunch spots that we can refer you to yeah and we can tell you every great thing at temple ever um but yeah follow us on instagram um at the gossip hour podcast same with twitter definitely let us know what you want to hear because we don't want to just keep talking about things that we think you want to hear so we're going to post on our story like a little submission thing so you guys can all just enter what you want to hear because Um, we want to make content for you yeah but don't forget to subscribe to us on apple Podcasts. follow us on spotify yeah we don't have like a set date yet of when we're releasing new episodes every week because we're kind of figuring all that out now but definitely keep an eye out on things We'll be updating our socials, but we appreciate you guys for even listening at all. It means the whole world to us. So try to try to stay positive and you'll hear from us next week. Be safe, stay healthy. Um, And yeah, we'll be back next week. We love you guys. Bye. Bye.